0: Hello and welcome to the Polygon Show. This episode is brought to you by ARC and Masterclass. I'm Simone de Rochefort and I'm here today with Allegra Frank. Arrow. And Chelsea Starr. Hello. 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 What a week! Ha ha ha
1: ha! We're all punchy. How are you feeling, Simone? Your play opened a week ago. It was
0: really good. Opening weekend went amazing. Uh, we sold out on Saturday night, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm um and the energy was just so so good that night um I kept almost jinxing it and then having to knock on wood because I was like man this is going really well and then being like no you can't say that (laughs) an opening night was good and then the matinee was a matinee which means it went fine (laughs) (laughs) awesome yeah it's we uh start again on Thursday Um, Thursday through Saturday and it is already like it's selling out it's like the there are only a few tickets left so I'm super happy and proud of my cast yay Chelsea and I I are seeing it on Thursday yes you are yeah I stayed up way too late on um, Saturday night after we wrapped a. Deconstructing the set because there's church on Sunday. B. Drinking with the rest of the cast and then I woke up at 8 o'clock in the morning to go learn how to make mackerel with Jenna. Um, <laughs> so it was a very productive weekend for me. That's awesome. That's so nice. Wait Simone I have a better question for you. Uh oh. How did you feel when you saw the Final Fantasy 7 remastered oh, trailer? Oh god I forgot Show notes. Well, that's why I knew you did, and I'm saying it now because it's the most important thing that happened today. Oh yes, the top. Did you watch this video game news? I actually
1: still haven't watched the trailer. I just looked at a bunch of gifts, and I think that that's all you need to know. I
0: actually memorized the trailer. Um, Let me (laughs) recite it for you right now. Cloud, Tifa, Barrett, (laughs) Aerith. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha (laughs) ha. Swords. (laughs) (laughs) Ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Swords. Severoth. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a two minutes of people saying each other's names. And, and yes, and motorcycle <laughs> noises, which is very glad you included. <laughs> so Mark Hamill's in it? Is that we a, don't know. That's nobody, not confirmed. Just nobody has that. confirmed that. And okay. we were actually frustrated because we we're like, oh other game sites are running with it, but nobody's like spoken to Mark Hamill's agent. Oh. Yeah. Does, <laughs> or he really needs to do
1: the legwork there. And Square Enix didn't say it either no one has said
0: anything oh, and man. as far as I can tell no one's actually reached out to anyone yeah. uh, so I don't know what's going on there. Uh-huh. Um, people are surmising that perhaps Mark Campbell is playing Don Corneo who had a one line in the Final Fantasy 7 trailer and it was very exciting um, but it could also be any other deep raspy voice uh, voice actor so who knows Maybe probably by the time this episode goes up on Friday We will know. But as of now, as of this recording, we are in the dark. Does it matter? No. (laughs) What matters is that in the thumbnail, the auto-generated YouTube thumbnail for the trailer, what you see is the beautiful vision of Cloud fighting Reno. Reno, the greatest character from Final Fantasy VII or any other Final Fantasy game of all time. And I saw that and I said, RENO! (laughs) RENO! (laughs) <laughs> and then I watched it, and he, he's there... It's him. It's him with his beautiful eyes and his bare muscled chest and his horrible, horrible hair and his beautiful, perfect, chiseled face. The love of my life. I'm drooling just thinking oh about Oh my God. There's so much spit in my mouth. I love Reno so much. There's so much spit in my mouth. <laughs> Reno is my boyfriend who spits in my mouth except it's like poltergeist spit that's just accumulating uh, when I salivate because I think of him. Okay. So put <laughs> them on a what fucking your, sandwich then. What were your guys' reactions <laughs> to the Final Fantasy 7 trailer? It looks cool. I still haven't played the first game except for the, you know, three hours that I played the last time I talked about playing it. So I don't know who any of these characters are. And I'm like, they look beautiful. They are. They all beautiful. look amazing. I was like, all of this must be so significant if you know who any of these people are. And then I saw all of Twitter freaking out. And I was like, oh, okay. So significant. People, uh, I sent it to Sean and he sent me back so many just wow shit ah!" and I was like "Ah!" I like enjoy all of the everyone else reacting to it because I'm like everybody's so excited for this thing I love cultural events yeah I love cultural events like this where you finally see these little terrible block characters realized as like real humans and they look better (laughs) than all of the ones in Advent Children it's just so
1: exciting because it's like I'm just shutting this down before you guys start fighting because I don't want to be in the middle of it, but. I
0: children <laughs> is like the same graphics as this trailer. So
1: anyway, I think it's a really interesting thing to see that this game has been both heavily desired, like heavily requested and teased for so long. Uh-huh. And now it's like actually coming to fruition. Like it's playable in certain parts you know like is that e3 it's coming out in March like that's so cool I remember seeing that huge re-reveal trailer in 2015 at E3 and it still was like psh. I mean yeah, yeah Yeah, that was
0: 10 years ago yeah. that's
1: still not happening and the game came out you know 22 years ago now or whatever and except it's awesome only the first
0: section the game the, the game uh. coming out in March is only midgard.
1: I still can't believe
0: that. Are they still
1: releasing the rest in like parts? I forgot. Yeah, but they don't even know how
0: many parts. Oh, cool. (laughs) I really thought that Don Corneo happened later in the game, but you are correct. It does not. It does not. Oh, sorry. I, I Googled Don Corneo and people are reporting about the Mark Hamill thing, and I'm like, please, somebody just fucking reach out to someone and figure it out. He's on Twitter. Yeah, tweeted I tweeted him. He's very active on Twitter. Anyway, um, yeah, it, it looks... I, I still don't know how to feel about the gameplay because the gameplay we saw during E3 was just like, uh But then in this trailer we saw some of the mini-games like the squats and um, pull-ups mini-games that they do. Uh, and those looked fun because they were quick-time events which I'm a fan of at times. Um, and it's beautiful, so I think for me that's still the main appeal is that it's fucking beautiful. I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna look at Reno. I I don't know. I'm really excited to play this for the first time. Like, yeah, based I think based on how Game of the Year and playing all the other new video games are coming out, I may not go back to play playing the original Final Fantasy 7, and I feel okay with that because this looks really good. I think it is okay. I mean, there's a... People talk about Final Fantasy 7... Because of its story, because it made a huge narrative impact on people, I don't think people talk about it because of its revolutionary gameplay. Like the gameplay is fun. I, I en- I've played I Final Fantasy VII and I enjoyed it, but you know, it's <laughs> I didn't play it because of I wanted to enjoy the gameplay. I played it because I wanted to get to the next scene that had Reno in it. <laughs> His eyeliner is so neat. He's so good at applying it, y'all. Jealous. Anyway, sorry. um, (laughs) Enough about the Reno show. Uh, There's another really good part of the trailer where Rude picks up Cloud and spins him around and then throws him at Aerith. And I really enjoyed that. How long is this trailer? It's so long. It's oh like two God. and a half minutes long. Jesus. It feels interminable. It I have does. not had two
1: and a half minutes free, but I did see some very cute gifts that were like comparisons between the original graphics and the graphics today. And it's I'm, so cute. I feel and weird. like you really don't
0: I mean the gifts because like Simone said, it is literally all of people just like a character shows up and you're amazed. So like you can get the same amount of reaction mm-hmm. from the gifts, pretty much, yeah. And you don't have to hear the um, dialogue, <laughs> dialogue
1: quote unquote.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. mm, man. So next week's episode will be devoted probably to Reno's chest and clavicles, um, and maybe also his chin. But um, I'm just gonna work our way down yeah we're, yeah we're gonna work our way up and down mm-hmm. but I think we need to do a bit of research and um, really introspect before we have that topic because I know I want to do it justice um, and I'm sure all of you do too you wouldn't want us to half ass our analysis of every inch of Reno's beautiful perfect body um, so we'll certainly be discussing this again look forward to it if you have any feedback on Reno, specifically. You can email Show at Polygon.com. Um, just tell us your thoughts on him. That's it. Cool. But only Reno. You know, nobody else. At the time. <laughs> yeah, only... I don't want to hear shit about Cloud. I don't want to I hear shit about Tifa. I don't want to hear shit about Sephiroth. Tifa is a babe, though. Oh, my Tifa God. Tifa is a babe. Yeah. She, she looks good. Aerith in her uh, Don Corneo outfit looking good oh my
1: god i'm so excited about this game
0: everyone just looks so good it's like seeing i don't know it's like um it's like a makeover the, the twitter <laughs> moment i did see also was calling it a glow up and i was like uh, I yes guess that's where we are that is it actually it yeah is it's like you see somebody that you knew in high school and you're like oh my god <laughs> oh yeah you went to high school with reno I, you know, that's honestly not even very far from the truth because I was obsessed with him in high school. So this, it literally is like Simone Damn. opened her locker and a Reno full page portrait And you're like, please up.
1: don't look. I'm embarrassed. Because it was like porno.
0: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That reminds me of the horrible Arakita phone lock screen background that I had. Did, did I tell you guys this story? No. Oh, maybe I shouldn't tell this story. <laughs> anyway, today we're going to be talking about some fun a game, game, one fun game, and <laughs> the Steven Universe movie, and I actually want to start with the Steven Universe movie, because I think Chelsea and I are going to get, uh, we're going to talk about Control, and we're going to go a little deeper on it than we did last week, because we've both gotten a bit further, um, and we'll provide you, I think, with in- all the information that you need to decide if you're ready to listen to that segment. But first, Allegra, you watched the Steven Universe movie. I certainly did. It was did. adorable. What a uniquely heartwarming show. That's what
1: I wrote, yep. That's what you wrote. <laughs> Can I be honest with you guys? I, I No. I, I might have been honest with you guys last week, and I know I only have one chance a month to be <laughs> honest with you. I've been working from home more lately because I have a thing called depression. So None. I love to work from home lately because it's pretty, pretty bad. And when I work from home, I sit on my couch because I don't have a desk. And when I sit on my couch, I'm staring at a television.
0: Oh, no. And when I'm Wait, staring, what kind of TV is it?
1: I'm staring at my 4K HD 55-inch TCL television with built-in Roku. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks. And when I'm staring at my television... It, it's gonna be on, it's just gonna be on. So lately I've been working on this feature and that means that my job is like less you know, this is what you are doing all day long than it usually is, so it's like, I'm waiting for people to call me, whatever, so like my hours are weirder, so I find myself, one, working from home, which is a new experience for me, and two, with not as much to do in the morning while I'm waiting for people on the West Coast to get back to me. Mm -hmm. So this morning, your girl was on her couch TV happened to be on. The Cartoon Network app happened to be downloaded to said Roku from the TCL 55-inch HD television with 4K. And she went on Cartoon Network and she watched Steven Universe movie this morning Wow! while at
0: work. The memories are so fresh then. Yes, exactly. And I did that on purpose. No wonder when I asked you at 2 p.m. before our 4 p.m. recording time to tell us what you were going to talk about this week, you said the Steven Universe movie. Yeah, because I... I love you. Just... Thank
1: you. We're holding hands now. Uh, we held hands. Your hand is Briefly. cold.
0: Yes, it is. Um, so,
1: yeah, I watched it this morning, and it was great. It came out, um, I think, Labor Day, so a week ago, almost two weeks ago when this episode's out. like Frank's been really busy, so she didn't watch it, but she watched it now. I originally thought that the premise of this film would be something a little more... Climactic because Steven Universe notoriously airs episodes like once every three years. (laughs) And the last set of episodes had a very intense sort of um, storyline that kind of ended on not necessarily a cliffhanger, but it felt very revelatory what happened. um, Because Steven, you know, the whole story is he, they are the crystal gems. Steven is one of the crystal gems. He's like in charge of this group of personified gems. I don't really know what else to call them. And, um, he is supposed to help save the world from evil gems, right? So a big evil gem thing was happening in the season <laughs> before in the episodes. And Steven is the most powerful one. So he was supposed to help take care of it. And there were some big revelations about his own history and his own powers. Yada, yada, yada. So it felt like the show was really moving toward a conclusion of sorts. And I thought that the movie, being that it was a movie, would really like bring us to that finish line. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Steven Universe that is so wonderful and because the episodes air so infre- like sporadically, it's been hard to remember, is that it is this very lovely, light-hearted kind of show. Like, It's very unlike almost any other cartoon that I've seen, really, because it's really funny and sweet and there is action to it and there are dramatic turns. But for the most part, it's like everyone loves each other everyone is happy all the colors are like bright and um it's just so fun to look at and mm-hmm. watch like it's completely a world i'd always want to live in like i would never be afraid um and that's honestly Aww. yeah that's like it's really nice it's something that's really important to me like i feel very comfortable and safe watching it so the movie really felt like a perfect um it really just like was emblematic of that feeling to me because it was a musical, which was cool. Um, so it really was like framed as a musical. It opened and ended with curtains. Like uh-huh. literally it opened with like curtains that said Steven Uner's the movie and they were drawn open and then there was this beautiful overture setting up the story. Aww. And then throughout, like everyone had like a great musical number or solo. Like the whole thing, you know, there was dialogue too and whatnot, but most of it was sung like the story was sung all the characters were singing whatnot.
0: I did not know that
1: I actually didn't really realize that either I knew it had music in it but for the most part yeah it was just singing and the shows always had great songs every episode has at least one song in it and all the characters have beautiful singing voices music's really crucial to the show so it was really nice to just have these really like pretty pop songs uh just score this story. Mm-hmm. Um, like it felt like it was supposed to be a stage show in a way, but like in this beautiful fantasy world. Mm-hmm. So the plot here, which felt a little threadbare honestly, because of that to me, because they really wanted to focus on the music was that this evil gem comes from what's called like home world, which is where all the gems came from. Um, like, cause they're not supposed to be on earth. Right. So but whatever. So, this evil gem called Spinel comes and she's very angry and she's like, I need to kill you, Steven, and all the other gems because you ruined my life. <laughs> and Steven doesn't know who she is. So, he um ends up fighting her off and he uses the special like scythe weapon that he has and What it does is it basically erases uh, her memories, but also the memories of all of the other crystal gems have been erased too before that happens. So basically everyone's at zero where only Steven knows like what's going on, how to use his powers, why like they need to protect the world, what the crystal gems are, all that stuff. But the cool thing is that this ostensible villain ends up becoming like basically a good guy and it's really Ah! sweet because she's forgotten like why am I mad and then she's slowly starting to kind of put those pieces back together which helps us understand why she's mad and it's a very beautiful story where it's like oh I don't dislike this so called villain like she's actually just a really hurt person. Like yeah. she experienced a lot of hurt in her past that Steven is very indirectly tied to. And so she's just taking that out on him and the other gems because she doesn't know what to do. And it's a really sweet, like it's it wasn't the sort of big epic showdown I was expecting. Like the villain comes out, right? And she's like really scary. Like she's this gem who doesn't look anything like the other characters who are like also brightly colored and friendly. Like she had this kind of, different cartoony or style. Um and I was like, oh, she definitely looks scary and evil. But she was dope. Like she was so cute and funny. And it was so great having that character arc, especially because a lot of it was told through song. It was very moving. And, you know, like Steven Universe is so good at making you sympathize, if not Really like every character, Mm -hmm. and the fact that they were able to do that with this new character who was positioned as evil in the beginning.
0: Do you know if she's going to show up in the the last season of the show? So
1: yeah, okay. So this movie ends with like it's not a hardcore conclusion. So there are supposed to be more episodes, right? Um, I the way it's set up is I imagine she would be back yeah mm-hmm. um, it has like a happy ending without saying exactly what the ending is so that would be fun because like all, each of the gems are so distinct so it's really cool to like see all of them interact with each other and whatnot. and like there's the animation is just so good where sh- her personality is like practically imbued through the visual style when she's in her good mode versus her evil mode. Like, she has two different looks. Her good Mm -hmm. mode, she looks like a Mickey Mouse kind of character with, like, big round, like, buns on her head. And she moves around like a classic old-timey cartoon character. And, like, that kind of animation is so different from the rest of the show, but it works so well within the show, and it was so beautiful and fun to watch. And then when she's evil, she's a lot more, like, jagged edges and Mm -hmm. um, hard lines and, you know she is a, uh, it's like a very dramatically different style and even animation for her. So I think it would be really fun to keep watching that character evolve. Um, someday I'm going to watch this
0: goddamn show. It's really Same.
1: great. I was talking to, I have a new roommate, a who's great. And, um, I was just talking to her about like, oh, I, I wanted to watch this movie, but I hadn't had time. She's like, oh, what's Steven Universe? And I was like, you know, I don't often have to describe it to people because I think most people in my world yeah. know what it is, even if you haven't seen it.
0: Exactly. But she, we yeah. we've all heard that we should see it. Yeah,
1: she had no idea. So then I had to describe it kind of like what I was sort of doing before. And I, it really reinforced for me just how pleasant and lovely that show is to watch so mm-hmm. and the episodes this was a 90 minute movie but the episodes are usually 11 minutes long so it's really easy to get through too so nice i enjoyed
0: it it made Thank you. me Happy enough to I'm come glad. into the office, <laughs> not just because I had
1: to. Yay. <laughs> Mostly because I
0: had to. I heard about some the special guest appearances that were like really interesting as well because they get a lot of famous musicians, obviously, in the show. Like Estelle's always been a big part and Patti Lapone. But yeah, um, the guest fusion voice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that one, I don't know if I want to give that away because that was, like, the big surprise. Oh, that's the
0: big surprise of the movie? Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah,
1: so there is, like, a really cool new fusion because, yeah, the gems can, like, fuse together. And it was, like, everyone I've talked to, our producer Jelani was nodding because I was talking to him about this, too. And I ran into friend of the show, Matt Sullivan, on the train this morning, and we were talking about it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's, like, I was like, oh, shit, what is this? This is so weird, but so good. And it does have a great guest voice. It's this, like, really great musical number. Um, Yeah, it's just, like, a really fun movie to watch. It was really great to watch while I was doing work. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I was. I was sending
0: emails. But, um, yeah. Thank you for telling us about it. Yeah, it's fun. My yearly slash monthly reminder to watch Steven Universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think you could probably
1: into this one without too 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 much context because it does take mm-hmm. a place a little bit ahead in the future which right. they constantly remind you like the overture is basically them just versus, like Steven saying in the future a now yeah,
0: it's like in the future i'm really future. glad that he has a neck
1: oh he has a really like weirdly hot deep voice now too which makes me uncomfortable because nice. i'm 10 years older than
0: him all right folks we're gonna get into some talk about control here um, so for the record, neither Chelsea or I have beaten it yet, so we won't be doing any endgame spoilers. However, I think both of us are about halfway through the We're game. Both, I, based on what you said, you're more than halfway. We're both more than one halfway. I, one thing that I have heard about Control is that it is difficult to tell <laughs> where in the plot you are. Like Jenna uh, Jenna did beat it um, and I think she had left off and then came back to it and she was only fifteen minutes from the end, and she had had no idea. And she was like, "Oh wow, I I I beat it! Whoops." <laughs> um, so, in in light of that, maybe I am. Maybe I am at the end of the game. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're not going to be doing hard like end game spoilers here however if you are the kind of person who thinks as some people did that the fact that you get a flying power in the game is a spoiler um which i tweeted about and some people were like hey that spoilers. happens like 30 minutes in no it does not no, it does but not. they did show it in the trailers it's and been like in a ton of the promo material trailer for the game and wait if, if,
1: how if, long does it take to get Flying. a it, thousand
0: hours it's a, it's like very late in the game that you get flying <laughs> because it's a kind of a power that does make it a lot easier to access things mm-hmm. so you probably want to gate stuff yeah there, I thought I saw flying I didn't you 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 know there's a dash um but anyway so yeah we're not no hard spoilers but there will be stuff that probably with the context that we have will be spoilery does that make sense? yes that makes okay, sense cool. also I don't agree with that opinion. It was in the promos. Yeah. That, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a spoiler. Um, Control. Still my number one pick for game of the year right now. Whoo! Okay. Oh, boy. It is... Uh, yeah, I... So, after we talked about it last week where I had not played it, I am now farther than you, Simone. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but Because <laughs> I was not stage managing a play. Thanks. So... Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but one of the things that you uh, texted me about that was wonderful for you is that they actually do have very uh, uh, neat. Accessibility settings. Yes, I was just. Well, we were, you and I have started a text thread because you sent me the terrible Dragon Quest Builders text size, and I was like, "Wow, I can't oh, play that game. God, it's a nightmare." We'll talk about that in a sec, but go on. But so uh, I was just like, I just like you know, I was digging through the menus of the game, and I just noticed that on the subtitles, which at some points in the game you need because the text is very strange. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, uh, they're not sometimes you're just hearing audio and snippets, so sometimes it is pretty useful to have the subtitles on. There are three different text sizes for subtitles, and you can add a black bar behind them, or like a black, and I was like, literally, mana from heaven, why the shit, (laughs) why the shit can't any other game do this, except apparently Gears of, Gears 5, not, oh, yeah, they cut out of war, but apparently Gears 5 also has this. Okay, not played it they- okay, <laughs> they cut out war, <laughs> there's no more war. <laughs> they there's added no accessibility options, but they lost the they war. Lost the war I war. mean, that makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I was just amazed. They also, for people who get motion sick, they just patched in motion blur mm-hmm. so that you get less chance of getting motion sick in those parts that are like kind of. Camera shaky, and mm-hmm. I think that's like awesome. They've done a lot of stuff with the just um, oh, you can obviously highlight a lot more options, and like everything is kind of easy to see, even if for a game that is dark. Like, mm-hmm. there's sections of that game where it's like green, gray, black, and yet, yeah, sometimes I walk into a corner and there's just no light there, and I'm like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> those times are bad, but still, like, you can still tell what is a highlightable thing. I'm never yes. gonna miss an important plot point there's always enough things like going on that's really cool actually because I, I i didn't even think about that but um for those who haven't played it objects that you can grab on to uh to throw with your telekinetic powers um they'll get a subtle white outline around them as you're panning over them with your your cursor as it were so you you can see those perfectly well mm-hmm Awesome. totally easy to see. Like, I never had a problem really finding anything, mm-hmm. except for the goddamn checkpoints, but... Ha, ha, ha! Uh, yeah, that's a... Di- I mean, but, like, yeah, there's... It's very easy to even see, like, when they've stashed lore around the room, because it, like, even across the room, that mm-hmm. X button prompt comes up, and it's, like, really nice. Yeah, I feel like they've done a lot to be like, nope, this is the paper you want, or this is the, the button you need to hit. I feel yeah. like that's
1: especially, like good to hear about a game like this where the story is so obtuse and everything else is, like, so obfuscated. It's nice that, like, they are making everything that is supposed to be, like, legible as legible as possible.
0: Yeah. Man. And the gameplay is just so good. So good. I like it a lot. (laughs) I like, I like... Yeah, the feeling of exploring the kind of ideas and puzzles that they have layered onto everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really fun to fight the hiss, except when they're really hard. But It is really satisfying. And I love also that the the health uh, crystals that fall out of them, they stay for a really long time oh, after yeah. you kill someone so you can run back and get the health. That you didn't <laughs> collect before. Yeah. It's so nice. It's really nice. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Um, Which I guess kind of leads us to something that is not so nice, which is the checkpoints and load times. Because sometimes, uh, for example, I was stuck on a very, very difficult boss battle. It was, in fact, the boss battle uh, which you have to do to get your flying power. And the checkpoint is always away from the room where that boss is. Um, like, it's in a hallway across a sky bridge through another hallway, and it was, It's. I, th- I think that's one of the most frustrating things about doing boss battles in this game. Like, it's one thing to die over and over again. It's another thing to reload so far away and have the, to go back. Like, insult to injury is when you encounter another group of hiss on the way to fight a boss. Yeah. When you're just like, I'm not gonna fight you right now. I have to fight him i'm going somewhere i've got plans (laughs) like you can come fight me later i will pick a time and put it in your (laughs) gcal but i needed them though because i was desperately trying to level up all my or upgrade my weapons and i was i so low on resources (laughs) but but they did not help me (sighs) <sighs> yeah, the uh, I find, I mean, I, I like really find that so challenging. I was really mad two nights ago. I thought I was mm-hmm. like going, this was my fault though. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, surely the game is telling me to go back to this area, back to Dylan's uh, cell. So, and when I, after I had like, looked for him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's where I have to go and find more information is not there, but there is an incredibly hard boss battle there, which I thought was like a mandatory quest oh, boss battle. Oh no. And that's when we kept like kept fighting that boss battle forever. And he just really far from the checkpoint. And I was getting so mad. Man. And I was like, I have to hop up this sky bridge and go across this thing and like levitate to get to this and then I was like furious and then I realized that I was going the wrong way. And I was like, <laughs> well control this isn't your fault but still <laughs> it's partially it's fault. it's still like if that is definitely a side quest that i was trying to do that is like i'm mm-hmm. not leveled for so i'm like well it still should be close. yeah i <laughs> had another experience with uh, a side quest that i'm on right now where um i have to go to a, a you, you you go to some lengths to get there um like through all sorts of sectors, and I—it's a very hard one. And I would last like two seconds in that boss battle, and be like, "Shit, well, well, gotta load it up." What's so? What are you saying about the load back? times? They're long. So I'm on PS4, um, and boy, howdy, am I? I do I feel like I'm killing my machine every time I boot up this game, but I can't stop playing it, nor will I. It's uh, yeah, you were saying it sounded very fan scary angry. It's just screaming the entire time that I'm playing. It's just going I play I'm playing it on PC and I I don't know how that came out as audio. <laughs> Good. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, yeah I'm playing on PC and I realized like halfway through playing that I hadn't updated my NVIDIA drivers and the, oh no the load times went from like a minute 30 to like 45 seconds and I was like, okay. Oh good. That's Thing, great. Things are much better now. Yay. I'm not as mad. But it was it's still like crazy long. And I'm playing on like an SSD too. Like it's not Damn. yeah, it's a it's a beefy game. It's it's pushing the boundaries of hardware, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just cool. It looks amazing. It's beautiful. All the lighting effects look so freaking good. Yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. Um and you know, despite the load times and the some of the annoying checkpoints, it's like, oh well, I I'm I don't care. I love this game. I love playing it. I find it so satisfying and so gorgeous um, and really really fun. I find so I find uh like at some point in the game we learn that Jesse has some weird spirit floating around her named Polaris, mm-hmm. and you can it's I always thought I was like. It was so weird when I finally realized those weird triangles of light were were Polaris, and I was like, oh, it's like a a thing. Yeah. So I find that really interesting, and it also is like the perfect reason for her to always talk in third person, or talk and be like, we have to go do this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's such a nice motivation for this character to always be talking to herself. She's not talking to herself. She's talking to this ghost. In the quintessential (laughs) like detective noir way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. She is very much a noir character. Yeah, yeah. I I, I enjoy how awkward that is sometimes. The like the co- constant interjections to herself and the commentary, the running commentary on like what she's thinking and what she's doing. I love what it. she's about to say. They cut so close to her face. Yeah, uh, and and like are like, well, what should I tell her? And, and I've like, seen all of Jessie's eyelashes. So she's got great <laughs> eyelashes. They're really good True. color. Very full. Right well, up in there. Like, or are sitting quietly and nodding. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. Eyelashes. Have you been able to get hands-on with it since last time we talked? No, I have not, sadly.
1: Um, but hopefully soon. But I do have a question. And please tell me if this is too spoilery and you sure. don't have to answer. But I am curious about, like, progression. That was, like you mentioned, obviously, you can't really quite get a sense of how far along you are. Mm-hmm. But I... Wonder, like, basically straight up, like, do you ever get out of that facility or is the whole game there? No, the whole game's there. The whole game is there, but
0: does it open up more? But the facility is incredibly huge. huge. There's a A. quarry in it. Oh, wow. And it also, the facility is like extra dimensional. So there's like (sighs) an extra dimensional maze in there. Mm -hmm. There's like all this stuff going on. And also, I guess you do get out of it in one sense. There's the hotel room. Mmm, that's true. There's a weird section in the game. Um, a fantastic and wonderful section. I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it so much. So there is basically like this weird, is it real, is it not real hotel that is connected dimensionally to the bureau okay. and so you've like see these sections where you have to pull a light cord three times and then you get warped to this like nondescript like shitty dive motel oh okay and then you have to solve a puzzle so that you can get a key how dare you call the ing- ocean view ocean <laughs> view Yes, incredible. Uh, Okay, it is uh, just mid-century ocean (laughs) view motel. It just it definitely looks like it's supposed to be, and they even talk about in the game how it's like the blending of all the features of like motels you would encounter, Mm -hmm. especially driving around like the American Southwest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. and I think that's really, I think that's such a cool and interesting detail. So anyway, the hotel has normal rooms, but it also has all these doors with symbols, and the only one you can get eventually get the key or get the keys for is the one with the black triangle that leads back to the bureau, the bureau of Control. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think whenever... It's weird because a lot of my favorite games are the Metal Gear games in that I don't like that many games. <laughs> so Metal Gear 1, 2, 3 count as a lot of my favorite games. And Metal Gear Solid 1, the first one, takes place exclusively in one... One area essentially, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it does open up and but then like it requires some backtracking and you get very familiar with this one area, which I really loved. But I couldn't tell if control was the same way. So it is interesting to hear that it like becomes a lot larger.
0: But... I mean, you're always in the oldest house, but the oldest house is just massive and even areas yeah. that I've been through a lot. Maintenance. I still have no idea, really, how to navigate them because they're so they they loop in on themselves and they are confusing and like intentionally so. um, I think to make you feel alienated because this space is hostile to people and it's not a space that was built by people. It's a space that people happen to be in. Yeah, that's Um, cool. It's awesome. Yeah the 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 real interesting concept of the game is that literally some people found this space and then they were like we're gonna create the Bureau of Control here Mm -hmm. but the space existed before them this will be our headquarters this strange magical place yeah that is so freaking like Ugh. they don't I want them to get into like the founding of the bureau lore more and I, I feel like they there's a lot more to go there Oh, because... there's so much more and luckily they're releasing DLC. Mm. I did see that. And then it was
1: it was kind of weird because the thing I saw about the DLC was straight up like it will answer this huge spoiler that we cannot say anything about. <laughs> All of the things related to the DLC Good. are spoilers. And I'm like, God, yeah, I don't really know much about well, the
0: story. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about. I thought you were going to talk about the Alan Wake thing. No. Oh, Alan so Wake thing? a lot of people are like hoping the DLC ties back into Alan Wake because one of the DLCs like is using. The f- same font as Alan Wake and also refers to AWEs, which are altered world events, which occur both in Control and in Alan Wake and oh. Quantum Break. And oh. in the Remedy Averse. <laughs> the Remedy And Max Payne. And Max Payne. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, no, I didn't even know about that. So, yeah, that there, and also there is a like discovered a like case file referring to Alan Wake in the Bureau when mm-hmm. I was playing last night. And I was like, sick. I need to go back and play Alan Wake. What a fool I am! Do you think it's gonna be connected to Alan Wake? I think it's pretty well confirmed that they, they, they yeah. even use key art from Alan Wake in the uh, in some of the pictures that they released about the DLC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it feels very connected, which is mm-hmm. great. I want more people to appreciate yeah. that game. I don't feel like I feel like it was a very big cult classic that didn't get a lot of attention. Furthermore, there is a really good video that I watched on YouTube the other day um, from Jacob Geller I believe that is the correct name, um, about Control and Haunted Houses uh, yes, it is Jacob Geller Control, Haunted Houses, uh, The Haunting at Hill House, House of Leaves and um, a Ugh. game from Kitty Horror Show, which is, it's <laughs> just basically Kitty Horror Show, that Yeah is that's a person.
1: Never mind. I'm yep. thinking of a different game. <laughs> Kitty Horror Show uh, is a cute name.
0: <laughs> Kitty Horror Show is a developer of horror games. <laughs> um, basically about stories <laughs> in which buildings take on lives of their own and in which buildings are themselves malevolent, not haunted by something, but they themselves are malevolent structures that... Want to discomfort the people that are inside them, uh, which is it's just so good. The video is so good and smart, and it says a ton of things that uh I I feel uh, about control and haunting at Hill House and houses in general. Maybe I'll finally understand House of Leaves. Yeah, I haven't read it, but I it sounds spooky. (laughs) It was spooky, but also it's like very much the most dramatic. Like, because it all does all these tricks with font layout and page yeah. structure, and I'm like, this book is so much, <laughs> just extra <laughs> as shit. Yeah, I uh, I read *Haunting at Hill House* last year, and I would not read it in my home because I did not want to bring that energy into my space. <laughs> See, I understand and relate to that feeling. Understand. That's why I deleted PT from my PlayStation. Oh, Chelsea! Damn. <laughs> Because there's ghosts. Every time you bring that up, my stomach hurts. Whatever. Yeah, I, it's I, on Sean's PlayStation, but th- this PlayStation was like next to my head when I slept, and I didn't want mm. Lisa the ghost next <laughs> to my head. That's you make fun of me all you want. <laughs> I don't care. Lisa the ghost is here. <laughs> I'm sorry. As long as we're not making fun of Lisa the ghost, because- I have to on. interject, because a YouTuber this week <gasps> discovered that Lisa the ghost- Mm. They they manipulated the camera in PT by finding the code and they discovered that Lisa is constantly hovering behind the player character. I, I hate that. that so much.
1: I saw that. I saw like a headline and a header image and I was like, I can't freaking read this. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, well,
0: I I never wanted to play PT again before and now I'm like, no. Ugh. I hate her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole
1: time. The whole time. This is why first person games are bad. Yeah. <laughs> There's a ghost just behind your head and you never... Oh, no, you can never know. But they freaking put it in there.
0: Waving my arms so much. That's great. So yeah, the knows. headline is "Camera Hack Reveals PT's Ghost Is Legitimately Always Just Off Screen." <laughs> uh, yeah. It's great. It's horrible, but also that game's perfect. Oh God. Yep. Okay. Well, <laughs>
1: With that horrible image left in your mind. Yep. Thanks everyone for listening. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Control is good though. Yes. There are no very ghosts. Good. Yeah, only only houses that want you dead. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Polygon Show. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please do give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. We super duper appreciate it. And as always, we'll be back with you next week with probably more control. <laughs> Because I sure don't plan on playing anything else. Suck it, games. Uh, actually, next week is going to be awesome because Link's Awakening is coming out. <gasps> Sayonara Wild Hearts is coming out. Oh, and Untitled Goose Game is coming out. Oh my, all on the same day? Uh, the same week. S- same week. Sayonara Wild Hearts is one day earlier than the other two. Oh my god. It's really It's like r- our dangerous. most antif- anticipated games
1: on a week. Yep. If Death Stranding were also out that week... I would freaking take time off.
0: Brutal. So we'll be back with you then. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Polygon Show.